Listening Dog Media. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Here. Never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and Lindsay Hooper. Welcome back, Lindsay. How you been? I've been great. How was your bank holiday? It was a sleepy one. <laughs> I had to, I woke up on bank holiday Monday at eleven o'clock in the morning. I don't know where that came from. I didn't have a well, twelve o'clock's not a massively late night. It was twelve o'clock watching Game of Thrones rerun. Oh, that new one. No, no, no. We're on the old series. We're on the the whole thing again. And it's oh, probably okay. our third or fourth time we're watching the whole old series. So no, we're gonna watch the new series, but we'll wait until it finishes and then we'd like to binge watch it. But yeah, bank holiday was was nice. Um just spent it at home and uh, very enjoyable. And not too bad on the football front as well. No, I was going to say, you're on top of the world with Arsenal, top of the table. We were both at that match, weren't we? Exactly. Yeah, it was a good game to be at. What I noticed the most was the atmosphere. Brilliant atmosphere at the Emirates. Um, and I was I was pleased because I was watching Arsenal and I'm thinking, like, we're a lot better team than last year, than last season. We, we look a lot more confident. We seem to be able to manage going one nil down a lot better. Um, you know, we didn't panic. You know, normally, uh, not normally, but we we had to see a certain games last season where we'd go a, a goal down and we would panic a little bit. But um, on on Saturday, it was it was great to see how how they kept their composure, you know, and togetherness. And then you know, it was just 
it was a great performance in the end and, and it was a fantastic result. But, um, yeah, you know, Fulham, everybody I was talking to, they're all doing their bets and everything, and they got 4-0, 5-0, and I was like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Fulham are better than you think or better than you realise. And I was like, it's either going to be 1-0 or 2-0. Or... I didn't have 2-1, but Paul White, my, uh, my very special friend, who's got tickets in the Diamond Club, um, <laughs> he um, he had 2-1, so he was very happy. <laughs> it was so tight, and we ought to have realised, with Bernd Leno returning against his former club, that he would have a great day. He was brilliant. Yeah, you know, and it's not that's not a shock, you know, because he's he's a he's a really good goalkeeper. He's brilliant at close-range stuff as well, you know, and we saw that with quite a few blocks that he made. Um, yeah, and he, he, it was great to see the reception that he got as well from the Arsenal fans. Very, very deserved. Um, and so that was nice to see. But um, yeah, it, it was a good day all round. You know, Burnt had a good game, Aaron had a good game, and Arsenal won 2 1, you know, so there you go. <laughs> Gabriel had the redemption factor because he was at fault for the one goal, wasn't he? And then managed oh. to score the winner. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those where, you know, you, after you think, what are you thinking? You know, you've got Mitrovic, you know, coming down on you, like trying to close you down and you're trying to do something. And that just shows you, you know, when, when you're playing out at the back like that, you know, I weren't too impressed with the ball from Zachary, if I'm honest, over the penalty area. Um, and, you know, if that just shows you that if you if you have one little bad touch in that area, it can cost you a goal. You know, and that's why I'm always so nervous when when I see the goalkeepers playing out from the back, you know, and even like midfielders or, or central defenders having touches inside the box. You know, we saw Christian get caught for Man United. Um, it's just, yeah, I, it, it, I'd be a very nervous goalkeeper if, <laughs> if I was playing nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> that was Fulham's first shot on target. Which was it felt criminal at the time <laughs> yeah. because Arsenal was so on top, but yeah, that's all that's all Mitrovic needs at the moment. He's answering those questions about whether he can do it in the Premier League, um, what he did in the Championship, four in four for him. Yeah, it's really impressive, you know. And and when when you're at the game, you can you can see other bits of his game as well. You know, he's the way that he holds players off and he's mm. always closing down. Um, yeah, he's and he, then the thing as well is he's always in the box. You know, he's very rarely setting play up. You know, he's always wants to be getting in the box, mainly at the back post because he's got that brilliant knack of like being able to jump just before a defender, hold him down, and then get a really powerful header in. Um, and he's brilliant at that. But um, yeah, I was I was saying like he's he's the one to watch at the Fulham players, and he showed it again. You know, with his uh, with his class finishing. Right, Arsenal wise then. Odegaard, what a performance. Man of the match or player of the match as they've yeah. now renamed it. I think he's making everything tick. There was the one ball, and I've only spoken to people who were at the match about this because I don't think it was on the highlights on match of the day, but he wasn't even facing the right way and he managed to hook a ball out to Jesus on the wing. Do you remember that? And everyone just sort of purred yeah. and went, oh my word. He wasn't even looking. It was fantastic. He's fast becoming one of my favourite players. Yeah, he is. And he's showing what what potential he had as as a kid. You know, that is now coming through. You know, and Arsenal took a little bit of a risk on him, you know, because he hadn't really done it at a high level. Mm. Um, but now he's doing it at this level in the Premier League. And it's great to see. And, you know, like you say, when you when you see players that can make the passes where they've, they've seen that picture 
before they've received the ball. Do you know what I mean? You know, he knows that yeah. there's somebody out there on the wing. And then when he receives it, he knows where it's going. And Manu Petit and Patrick Vieira were brilliant. They were brilliant at that. You know, they, I, I would think sometimes think like, how did they see it? You know, and like with Odegaard, you're like, but they, they, they have the picture in their head before they receive the ball. You know, so it's they know, they know who's watch. free. Obviously not all the time. Yeah. You know, and it does. It means it, it, you're like, wow. You know, that's what you do. And, his, his performance was was brilliant. Um, what did you make of these comments? I think it was Richard Keyes, wasn't it, saying that Arsenal have over-celebrated a victory against Fulham. Um, <sighs> I have to say, I think I, I'm siding with, with Arsenal fans on this one. You know, let's not take the joy out of the game, for goodness sake. Oh, I know, yeah, that really exciting guy, Richard Keyes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, come on, Keyesy, you know, like celebrate. The, and especially when you were there and you could feel the tension with the Arsenal fans as well. You know, we're, we're top of the league and we're, we're hopefully, you know, going to get better. And when when I was there watching it, you could feel the passion and, and it was just a, it was just such a great feeling that we've got the win, you know. So what what is wrong with celebrating like that? You know, it's not like we've been winning loads of stuff for the last few years. You know, we're on a, we're on a good run, you know. So long may that continue. And if that if celebrating like that helps the fans, if it helps the players, keep on doing it, you know. Because when you're celebrating, you're winning, and that's what it's all about. And you're the only team that has got that 100% winning record at the moment, and it could be five. Yeah. I'm going to be at the Villa game on Wednesday. Villa aren't looking great. So you must be thinking it's going to be five wins on the spin. I, th- I think that'll be the first time you've done that in a very long time. Yeah. I th- yeah, you're right, Lindsay. And it's, um, you know, it's still one of those games that's, you know, Villa are on a bad run. There's no doubt about that. Um, and we are on a good run, <laughs> obviously. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, you still got to have caution in these games. You've got to make sure you do everything right. You've got to do the, 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 Get, get your habits there, you know, do the right things right. And hopefully the quality of the Arsenal team will, will see us through. But um, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity of going five wins out of five um, and being top of the league, you know, and then, and then looking down on, on Tottenham, by the way, or going under the radar. So I'm just going to out them. <laughs> and, Tottenham are playing really well. <laughs> I don't know, David. I don't know whether I'd say they're playing really well. That's the thing that's quite alarming about them is I don't think they're playing brilliantly, oh, yeah. but they're winning matches. Um, and we all know oh, what people yeah. have said about that in the past. If you win when you're playing poorly, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as to say they're playing yeah. poor, but I just don't think that they are full throttle at the minute. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Mean and. and you know, like you said, because they're not they're not getting any headlines, they're not you know, because Arsenal are getting all the headlines because they keep winning. Um, but they are they're there. You know, they're only what mm. two points behind. Um, you know, so gotta be aware of that, you know. So out from under the radar come Tottenham. Tell us the truth, <laughs> Outed David. By me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the truth, David. Uh, Richarlison doing that juggling. And then was it I think it was Johnson, wasn't it, that went through him afterwards to say, uh, no showboating. Thank you very much. That's just going a yeah, little bit too far. Exactly. Were you applauding that? What the, the tackle or the, no, the juggling? Not the the juggling. juggling. As soon as people start doing that, I'm, as soon as people start doing the juggling or taking them like I'm like, kick them! <laughs> <laughs> because he's, uh, take no, him, he's taking the pee and you don't need that. You know, and it's, 
it's disrespectful for me um you know and that's why i always want somebody to get clattered when they do stuff like that and um yeah and he did rightly so well deserved <laughs> But you can understand why the, the the crowd in attendance love it, though. Yeah, can't you? yeah, obviously the 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 away fans would, you know, the Tottenham fans would be loving that because you know they were they're two nil up, you know. So it's mm. it's just like you didn't see any Liverpool players doing that. They were nine nil up, you know. Not, well, none we of did. The Liverpool players, no, we did. Luis you know. Diaz did it. Did this you? Is, this is the point. Oh, Luis Diaz did some juggling. There is a clip that have you seen it, Adam? I haven't seen this actually. No, I mean, I don't think they can fit all the clips oh, no, of the match into, know, uh, yeah, yeah. into a highlights reel. It was pointed out that Luis Diaz he receives the ball centre of the park, no one around him, and in order to bring the ball down, he oh, no. took a touch, but then he juggled it once and then brought it down. And everyone was saying, "Oh, in Martin Tyler's commentary, he he was saying time for a quick juggle." But then when Richarlison did it, it was Uh-oh. you know being antagonising, and you know you shouldn't do that. So, is that fair? It wasn't yeah. the same sort of juggle. But I think Richarlison has that type of personality, though, doesn't he? Yeah, that one where you want to kick him. He, he's known for that sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. I like the way we just slid into an, a nine-nil oh. there with with the, with the juggling. I think I think you need to break that I down know. a little bit because that's I don't quite want to because taking Saints' record off him. Yeah, there's a few scars with Southampton, <laughs> and I mean a few scars, not just one. <laughs> Never with eleven men on the pitch. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal each week. You're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Seaman Says. What's your uh, thoughts on um, Tuesday morning, Scott Parker, gone? Um, I'm really surprised, if I'm honest. Um, You know, I I don't think it was the fact that they got beat 9-0 that was the deciding factor. I think there's a little bit of friction between Scott and and the board. You know, he, he's come out and said he said it on numerous occasions where he's saying he's not getting backed. Um, do you need to come out and say that in public, which he has done? No, I would imagine that unless he's had numerous conversations with the board and they've told him that they're not going to be backing him and then he feels like it's all going to be put down on him. So he's trying to, you know, regain some 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 um, credibility by saying it in public. I just I just found it really strange. I guess that's the the thing for a, a manager in that position is you've you've got to balance your reputation with your fans, your supporters, and obviously the the personnel behind the scenes. Uh, but surely if a board says to you, look, we've got no money, or you know, it's not. I don't. I'm sure no no one would go. We're not backing you because we don't necessarily believe in you it's the, the funds aren't here then you just got to stomach it and go well this is what I've got to deal with I don't think it's any coincidence that the the owner in his statement has mentioned mutual respect you know he's mentioned mm. those those words yeah. and wanting mutual respect so you can tell that how outspoken he's been has been a huge issue 
I think he perhaps should have yeah. reined it in because he's done it a couple of times in press conferences. I was at one as well where, you know, defensively there is an issue and he was trying to call out to try and get a, a centre-back. That's that's the message I was getting. But if you're not going to get that or the transfer funds, and I think another word that's been used by the owner is a sustainable football club, they're not going to be spending money after yeah. money for money's sake then he has to be on board with that. I mean, there's a couple of things that I wanted to point out. Um, I think that Parker, having got a team promoted, this is the quickest sacking after that in the Premier League. So if you've been a manager that's taken a team up to the Premier League, I think after four matches, he I can't think of any more. Can you? I think he's the one that's gone the quickest. No. Um, no. And I also, I also think as well that, you know, he... He was very vocal. He's been sacked. He's got the payoff. I can't help but think these things sometimes, whereby <laughs> if he'd have stayed quiet, you know, all I'm saying is he's a very clever man. If he'd have stayed quiet and carried on with the team after that 9-0, and he even said in his post-match he thought that a scoreline that, like that could come again, which I thought was really shocking when he said it. But in this way, he gets paid and he doesn't have to get humiliated. Please, please, please. <laughs> yeah i don't know i totally know what you mean but you know when when you look at the fixtures they had they had villa at home and then they had like arsenal city liverpool isn't it does this show how bad villa are as well (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they are we'll tell you after wednesday (laughs) (laughs) after arsenal have played them (laughs) but yeah you know then you look at them for them first four games a bit like with Arsenal last season, you know, they had Brentford, then they had Chelsea and Man City. And I can't remember who else they had after that. But, you know, it's you, you ain't guaranteed points out of the first four games. You know, they got three out of the Villa game. And then anything else that they get out of the next three would have been a bonus. But, you know, so that that's where it leads me to think that there's, like what you said, there's there's been there's friction between him and the board. Mm. And the board have had enough. You know, they've just thought, right, you know, he's, he's hanging us out to dry. We'll they've clearly on. said and, to uh, him, haven't they, mind what you're saying. He's probably been warned, the equivalent of a warning, um, because yeah. he's been so vocal. And then he's done it again. <laughs> it's not the first and time he's done do. it. He's done it numerous times. So you're basically saying he's gone, go on, do it. Day and day and sack me. Give me the money. Go on. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, 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 all right. Good job. I'll get me boots. <laughs> <laughs> They feel, and we're only four matches in, but they do feel like certainties, don't they, to go down? Yeah, you know, like doing this, never. It doesn't work, you know. So it, changing your managers all the time, especially when, you know, when with what he's we went through last season with them bringing them up, and and then getting sacked after four games, I'm just like, oh, there's just there's obviously there's something not right, you know. And it's more the and it's not. I don't think it's results based. I think there's. Um, there's been a few words said, and like you say, it's like like who dares, you know? And well, that's uh, one uh, one relegation spot clogged up with the team. Yeah, that was one of my ones. Um, <laughs> 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 you know, and then and then I'm looking at Forest as well, and I'm thinking, you know, they had a good start, but then you know got two, got beat two nil. You know, the only thing with Forest is that I'll say is that their home fans are brilliant. You know the the atmosphere. I've not I've not been there for a long, long time, um, but even fr- from watching on TV, you can feel that the atmosphere is amazing there. I do think from a few people that I've seen on um, 
on group chats, they're always predicting now that, that Sky will go for the the city ground at home as one of their Sunday matches because the atmosphere does sound so great. It does look brilliant on screen. Yeah, it, it does. And, you know, that's when you when I, I watched the, the highlights of the game, um, you know, massive save from Dean Henderson um, at 1-0. So and good. you're thinking like, oh, just kick on from that. Yeah, you know, and, you know, so that, but then obviously, you know, Kane gets his second goal um, and... 200 for, for uh, no. Spurs as well. Yeah, that's massive. Which is... Phew. You know, people, I tell you, people go on about, you know, is he the best player ever? And he's, he's one of them. I don't think you can... Because he's... The reason that I say he's just one of them is that, that he is he's, he's all those goals that he's got, they still haven't won anything. You know, I know Tottenham fans will be going, oh yeah, you're going on about that again. But a player like that needs to be winning things, you know, to be to be even in that context of being the best player in the Premier League. Um, you know, you look at the... He's going to win us the World Cup, don't worry. He'll do Well, I'll, I'll say he's the best player <laughs> in the Premier League if he does that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on party mode. <laughs> it did feel a little bit like um, a reaction to Haaland, didn't it? Haaland's there putting three in and Ken's like, okay, well... But the penalty, I mean, that would have been his hat-trick if he'd have scored that. Um I feel that yeah. Dean Henderson. Though, was at the it, was moment, that two 0 or is it at one nil? That was at one. That was one nil yeah. to go two nil. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. 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 But it was. Yeah. He, he, he's quality. There's no doubt. You know. Even even his first goal wasn't like a proper strike. It was just you know he knew where he had to go. He knew he got like the goalkeeper was behind the defender, didn't see it, and he just bobbled it in. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like a. a a really good strike or anything like that, just bobbled it in, knew exactly where to place it. So intentionally you know. bobbled, he bobbled like it that. in. Um, he knew he, he wanted to put it in that corner. Um, sometimes you can't hit it sweet because sometimes if you hit it sweet, the defender covers you and blocks you. You know, and I think the little bobble on that was just on the blind side of the defender. You know, for the goalkeeper, um, and that's why when you when you watch it, Dean, Dean never moves. Don't even die for it, you know, because he, he hasn't seen the, sh- the strike. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Seaman Says. Linz, what I wanted to ask you. Willie Bolly, not even turning up, and he was named in the squad. I know. I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? Let, let him go to Forest. They can have another one. He's been linked with Forest, although what? I think Leicester could do with another defender, couldn't they? They can have another one. Yeah. I'm... But it's it's the professionalism that gets mm. me. Mm. I mean, he's still under contract. He's still a very well-paid professional sportsman to not even turn up when he's been named in the squad. That's no. <laughs> it's outrageous. No, it's, 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 outrageous. it's totally unprofessional. He'll get fined. I think the maximum they can do him is is two weeks' wages. Um, but that's what's that? I know, but like that whatever. doesn't matter anymore now, does it? You know, that's that's no. maybe something that needs to be looked at because that that's been in place for a long, long time. Um, 
You know, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't correlate with what like they're. It does. Like no, it it, like it's got to hurt them. Yeah. Otherwise, they won't do it. No, and it, otherwise, it's totally well, otherwise they'll carry on doing it. But there's, but there's been a lot of that though recently. You know, where players are being unprofessional and they still get on. They still get a good move. You know, it's, it's, I was going to ask you, well, Fafana's another one that, well, they say his head wasn't in the game. I, I suppose you've still got his wages, but if you wanted to treat him an, an ultimate lesson, one million is what you're looking at for Bolly because he's out of contract at the end of this season. So you're not going to get mm. any money for him. He'll be available on a free at the end. So do you just let him rot a bit in the reserves? I don't know. You know, that... that that's perhaps not financial sense to pay someone's wages and and not actually play them. But teach them a lesson. You do though. want to teach yeah. them a lesson. You want to say, look, respect. But you also want what I feel is just a disease in the club. As soon as someone acts like that, you just want them out, don't you? You don't want them to be around the squad if that's how they're going to act. Yeah. And I remember, I've, I've always appreciated what he did for us. But I remember speaking to him. He has no interest in football, aside from playing it, at all. I always find that fascinating, how you can be a footballer but not be interested yeah. in it at all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let him move well, I on. think the issue is, is it's, for, it's for the... It's it's for the supporter, ultimately, because those are the, the, the people that will come and pay the ticket price and watch their team play. And I think it's the ultimate kick in the face to, to those guys that are, you know... You know me and 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 you and it's you know we are do normal ish jobs you know and we don't get paid the mega bucks and this is guy just going ah just whatever I'll just do what I want to do and I just think it's it's that's where it really hurts it's it's your own supporters that's who you're mm. you're taking the piss out of really yeah but then but then you know that's what I was saying about you know the maximum they can find them is two weeks that that needs to change because financially the the whole spectrum's changed with footballers you know that two weeks wages isn't going to affect them but being able to give them more than that might might start making them think um you mm. know but, but did you ever have a- anyone like that david like um, was there anyone who you played with on on well any team that you thought oh why isn't this guy turned up or there was a story behind it no, I'm just trying to think. I can remember, I can remember Manu Petit being very moany and very moody. Um, you know, and, then all, and then all of a sudden he got shipped out to Barcelona along with Mark Overmars. But um, no, not not where they they wouldn't play, you know, where they, they got put in the reserves. They probably got put into the reserves by if they were being late or something like that, you know, or they've been fined for. For lateness, and then it's like it's also a punishment to put them in the in the reserves. But that was like a proper lesson. And back then, mm. two weeks was two weeks' wages. That was a lot of money, you know, and it meant a lot to mm. the players. You know, it was it was a big percentage of their earnings. Um, you it know, was so, going to sting, which yeah, is what it should do. Exactly. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying about you know what. That's why yeah. it should be. It should be more. But um, no, the, the the squad would normally take care of it. You know, but then if they really got out of hand, then obviously the manager would step in. And but um, I don't can't really remember anybody being. I remember Ray Parler, Ray Parler having to do extra training because he, he turned up for preseason training a little bit overweight. You know, but that that was <laughs> the, that was the punishment back then. It's like it, run it off. I know that and that was worse than the fine. Like you know, because, you know, like, so you had to do normal training. You had to do normal training and then do extra to lose the weight. You know, so that was more that was more than enough punishment. It was something that you didn't want. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Cola. I remember Cola Tori getting done as well. Arsene Wenger would he would walk into the dressing room every morning, say morning lights, and you know be like looking around and just saying hellos and stuff like that. But he was he would notice everything. And he came in one morning and he was like, just like, morning, morning, morning. He looked over at Colo. He went, and Colo just took his top off. And he went, <laughs> like that. He went, Colo, on the scales. <laughs> and he got on the scales. Because we used to get weighed every Friday, right? So every Friday before the game, we would get weighed and you had to be within a certain amount, you know, within a couple of pounds or whatever of your, of your target weight. And obviously, Arsene had spotted him. You know, not it wouldn't be just in that in, instance in the dressing room, but he'll have probably seen him on the on the training field. What did he, he spot? Like, did he spot a muffin top? What was it? It's man boobs. Um, uh, just a, <laughs> yeah. a little bit of extra. <laughs> yeah, just a bit of yeah, just, just a bit of. <laughs> of he wouldn't, wouldn't pinch him, would he? he would, what's this? What's this? What's this squidge? <laughs> But no, and he got on the scales and he was overweight and, and that's what, you know, he spotted it like that and Carlo had to do extra training to get rid of it. Oh. That's still the same for goalkeepers because surely with a keeper, it's bigger the better. Well, yeah, I tried to make that excuse, <laughs> but it didn't work. <laughs> no, it, it, honestly, you know, we, we got tested, you got fat tested and everything. You know, it was you know, it, it was the beginning of, of sports science when he, when he came and, um, you know, everything was looked at and you were measured and you were weighed. You know, so you got no chance, you know. And goalkeepers, for, for goalkeepers need to be the was... most nimble, surely. And also, if you're flinging yourself in the air, yeah, you, lose, you, lose you don't spring. want to be flinging yeah. a heavier sack around, do you? Than you need to. Beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What are we waiting? But like in in training, <laughs> oh no, yeah, in training for the goalkeepers, that's when we used to work the hardest. You know, and it, and mid, you know, midweek for for an outfield player was all about recovery, because on a match day they could they go to the limits of exhaustion. Uh, for goalkeepers, yeah. you could like have nothing to do. You know, you could hardly break a sweat. You know, but in in the week you've got to cover everything, just to make sure that this is right. You know, and you have to, and then if there's something that you that's happened in the game, say say you misjudge a, a cross, like a deep cross or something like that. Yeah, which I have done before. Leave that. <laughs> None of us are saying anything. Well, I'm, I'm not saying anything now. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so so then you would go over that in training, but you'd, you'd have to go over so many things to make sure that you were right for match day. Um, but then, you know, as a goalkeeper's life as it is, that, that instance might not arise in the game. You know, you might have nothing to do, but you've got to be ready. Um, you know, so that's why, you know, with, with the goalkeepers in midweek, it was really, it was all so hard training, but, you know, obviously, um, a certain Arsene Wenger was a, a very keen eye. Adam started all of this off by asking about Willy Bolly. Can we not have that as the only comment on Wolves versus Newcastle, seeming as Neves scored an absolute belter and then <laughs> some Maximan, my gosh, did you see that goal? Oh, oh. Yeah, what a strike! No, <laughs> but have you have you looked at it properly? Yeah, it's a shinner. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, it comes off his shin. <sighs> it's like Rooney's overhead kick. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's a yeah, bit I've seen that. Shinny, You know, I know it looks brilliant, but like as soon as I, as soon as I see something like that, I'm like, is it pure? You know, does and, it and then I look and I was like, if it's mm. a, does it matter if it's the shin if you do that with it? <laughs> 
It does it because because he'll be giving it loads, and all and all his teammates will be going, "Yeah, yeah, good Shina." <laughs> just just yeah. to keep him at a level. <laughs> because I guess it means ultimately that he didn't mean to do it like that because he wanted it to be on his foot. So yeah. Yeah. it's the luck that took it in more than the... Well, is, is, no, is that I don't know. It's not luck because it's, it's still technique. It's still yeah. great technique. And um, the way that he dropped his and, shoulder. Yeah. You know, a first time strike like that is just, it's epic. But... You know, you stop Wolves from getting all three points. I know. Four of the last five. I can't believe on our predictions that I didn't say 1-1 because four of the last five now with Newcastle have been 1-1. I thought it was a good result for Wolves, if I'm honest. They still had chances again. You think that was a good result for Wolves? (laughs) Yes, at the moment. Yes. No, we should have won that match. We were in charge. Don't know about that. Take those specs off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you just watched a highlighted package, is what I think. Yeah. Mm. But it was, yeah, like Newcastle, they're they're on form at the moment, so. They looked really leggy. The first half, they they weren't great. They looked really tired, I thought, and they really missed Bruno. Um. I, I wasn't yeah. convinced by them at all. And we definitely dominated and should have been. I, I mean, mm. I look at the last five, 10 minutes when they were really going for a winner and think, yeah, we we asked for a lot of that. We bought it on ourselves um, mm. and it could have been worse. So I suppose from that point of view, I would take the draw. But overall, over the 90 odd minutes, 98 minutes, because it's eight minutes added on, something ridiculous. Um, Linz, it's just easy to push your buttons. That's all. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, for Newcastle fans, that wasn't good viewing with um, Sam Maximum coming off with a hamstring right at the end. No, Did you see that? He had a a massive run like late on in the game and then pulled up with a hamstring. So And they've got Liverpool next. They have got Isak though, haven't they? They've got their record signing, who I think will be available. So there hadn't been the clearance for the work permit, but he was there and all the kit and his boots were there, so I'm told. So (laughs) I imagine that against Liverpool, they'll have Isak. And I spoke to Sam Maximan before the match and they've only had a day of, of getting to know Isak and what he's like and said that he buried so many shots. So what's with his knee things, his kneecap, whatever they are. They look, it looks like tubey grip. That's sometimes mm. it's on his knees and sometimes it's off his knees. I think that sometimes that. is psychological looks... with players. Do you? Yeah. That if they've got mm-hmm. it there, then they think they're yeah. more protected, even though it doesn't do diddly squat. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you, you look at the game at the weekend. I'm sure that he started with them without them on, but then, so then he's got to have tubey grip around, around his knees or below his knees, which we all know, like when Juby Grip bunches mm. up, he gets really tight. It, it's it got probably feels like a, la- a layer of mm. armour to a certain extent. Like you feel tight and you feel enclosed and... and um... Yeah, but then uh, then about, like, I think he went into the, it, like a bit later on in the game, it, his, his Juby Grip was over his knees again. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, so you still had it on. You didn't like put it on. You know, like halfway through or whatever. You know, it was. It's a weird. It's a weird one. I see it, and every time I see, it, and he always like bunches up as well. So it must be really tight around. Do you never have any any bits like that? Tight you know, knees. if you had an injury, like cast, not cast. You know, like a a 
strap strap that's the word strapping like strap we used yeah, to strap. strapping ankles you know like always um fingers you yeah. know especially obviously with goalkeepers it's you always got finger injuries um but i i dislocated my ankle in china playing for arsenal in a in Ouch. a friendly game and oh it, oh, and it was horrible. Well, I'll tell you the story. <laughs> so I, I'm running, I was running back. The pitch was terrible. We knew the pitch was bad before, obviously, we played on it because we warmed up. And I was like, oh, God. Anyway, the ball came through, and I was, like, just stepping backwards, and my ankle went right over, my my right ankle. And I, and I got stretched off. <laughs> And I got put into the back of a van. (laughs) 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 And I was like, oh, but the the doc, so the Arsenal doctor came, he came with me, Doc Crane. And um, so I'm in the back of this van and then I'm straight to hospital because it discated and then it went back in. I found that out later on. But um, so I'm in this van on a stretcher. We get to the hospital, and then as I as I got off the stretcher, I looked, and there was all dried blood on the stretcher. Obviously, it wasn't mine. I'm thinking, oh, oh my god! I oh. know, <laughs> and, uh, and I and I was like, oh. so then I get into the the hospital, and it wasn't the best hospital I've ever been in. And I was just thinking to myself, oh, please don't be anything broken, you know, so that I've got to stay in or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, and then and I'm looking around, and there was like there was dry blood on the walls and stuff and i'm thinking oh my god i just i went i just went to the doc i went doc just get me out of here <laughs> get the x-rays done and get me out of here luckily I, I, there was nothing broken but yeah my um my experience of a, a hospital in china which is obviously it's a long time ago um and and i'm sure things have changed by now but um yeah it, it wasn't good but that's why so then for probably about I'd say the next four or five years, I always wore a strapping on my right foot, on my right ankle. You know, because obviously it, it, it had been dislocated and went back in, everything had stretched. Mm. Um, you know, so it was... But was that longer than you, you needed to? Like, you didn't know what no doctor was saying. Hey. Uh, no doctor was saying, right, you've got to have this for the, for, you know, for the foreseeable future. It was, it was more of a mental thing for you. It's like, right, yeah. I know I've done this, so I feel more secure. I don't have to think about that anymore. That's all good. That's secure. I can go and play the game. Yeah, totally. You know, just just like you say, ticking a box off. Mm. That, you know, you when you're getting prepared for a game, it's like just you part need, of your I ritual. It. It's like you know, shirt. Yeah, shimpo, I always da, 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 used to. Da, 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 e- even on. when, like, like with my fingers, even when they were when I knew that they were okay. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, where I've I've like sprained that joint. That might be a little bit weak. I'll take that yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I didn't, I didn't know. You don't notice that you've got it on. While, you're while so used to it because you've had it on it's while it's just been repaired. You just it's part of the kit yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. So in your mind, you know, you just want everything right. You know, so it just takes that bit away from your focus. We'll be back on Friday to look forward to the big game of the weekend as Arsenal face Man United at Old Trafford. If you missed it last week, you can watch our full chat with Gary Lineker over on our YouTube channel. Search for Seaman Says and subscribe. Have a good week. This is a listening dog media production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.